Hey everybody, welcome back to the Greenhouse Podcast. This is Steve, your host, and I invited Sunday to join us again um, this week for kind of an ad hoc version of the yeah. podcast. <laughs> we are sitting here with a phone recording a voice memo, so the sound quality will not be perfect. Mm-hmm. But we really wanted to get something out this week mm-hmm. and just talk about what was on our minds. And Sunday, we were just kind of talking about that. Yeah, we we were just talking about work in general and how all of this is affecting work and, you know, how it even relates to the greenhouse method. So one of the things that really came to my mind as I was thinking through many things is that we really emphasize a lot of rhythms in in how you make changes in your life. There's all kinds of quotes about it. Um, Consistency, the mother of all mastery by Robin Sharma. Like, we have to make small incremental changes in order to make big change, right? Mm-hmm. So I was really thinking about that because I'm talking to neighbors and Facebook, what people are saying, and obviously there's a lot of anxiety right now, right? But what can this, how can this relate to us in our homes? So that, that's what I wanted to spend a little time talking about. Like, do we need to spend some time talking a little bit about work, weekly rhythms in our own homes? Can that help? Does it hurt? Right. Things like that. Yeah, I like that. And I think it's relevant right now, especially because I think with a, with good intentions, a lot, a lot, a lot of people are trying to post about what they're doing or here's some tips for what you can do. And here's how to deal with working from home and now being at home longer with your kids, perhaps, or mm-hmm. just out of your normal rhythms. And that that's all helpful. Mm-hmm. It can be helpful, but I think it can also be harmful if we're just seeing everyone's feeds and feeling like we need to do everything and comparing and wondering if we're doing this right. Yeah, I think that we are all trying to grasp to a new normal, right? Mm -hmm. We're trying to really bad, but I'm hearing a lot of people feeling a bit overwhelmed by comparing in with each other. Like, oh, like, so one household might be incredibly structured while another family might be kind of crazy and all over the place. But actually I talked to a neighbor recently, a mutual friend of ours. And I said, how are things going over in your house? And she said, completely unstructured. I said, good. And she said, great. So for her, the fact that there are very unstructured is completely working for them, right? Mm -hmm. But I have a lot of other people, probably more the norm, where people are feeling like we're waking up each day, the kids are around, and I'm not sure exactly what to do. So I had a few thoughts about maybe what could anchor us. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just dive into it. Yeah. First of all, I think a big thing that's important to think about is freedom and everything, right? If we get legalistic about anything, it's just not going to work. It's just not going to work. Yeah. So take a deep breath, first of all, and remember that any change that we make in our life takes tweaking. You and I have talked a lot about that. Yeah. Like, I think we think, oh, try it once, kind of like a new diet plan. I had a bad week, so therefore I'm going to eat bad for another two weeks, right? right? <laughs> or we give it up completely. It's going to take time for you to find it. So just... Don't compare and try some things out. Try some things out. Yeah, and I like that with whoever might be um, at home with you or mm-hmm. in your family, whoever you might be talking to right now. Also, in in that tweaking, feel freedom to keep talking about it, right? right? Every mm-hmm. day we can make adjustments. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally this crisis is changing every day. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense that we can also try to tweak things each day. Yep. But yeah, it... it it can be easy to lock ourselves into thinking, oh, well, I saw so-and-so do this, so I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Or I had this idea myself, and so we have to do this. And if it's not working, we feel stuck with it. Yeah. Feel do. free to just try some different things out and keep talking about it. I mm-hmm. think that can be the problem, right? If we're, if we're tweaking, but we're not continuing to talk about it. Right. 
Maybe you could even do something like have a family meeting once a week and say, how did that go? Let's check in with each other. So remember that there's a lot of dynamics that go into play here. We have large families. We have families of just one child. We have families of young children. We have families with no children. We have single people. We have couples uh, who are just together. And then we have parents of teens. And then we have parents of college kids. <laughs> right. So all different stages of life. So on that note, I have just really one seven-year-old at home right now. Everybody else is kind of doing their own thing. And what I found really helpful was letting her take ownership. So I gave her a huge post-it note and I said, what do you think is the ideal schedule for the day? Mm. So I'll pause there and just ask your opinion. How do you, how does that resonate with you? And I say like, having individuals come up with the ideas versus telling. Yeah. I like that in relation to what you said that everyone's going to have a different set of circumstances. Like in our house, we have a four-year-old and so that doesn't really work because she doesn't, she can't (laughs) come up with something good. That's a good plan, right? We actually are giving her some input here and there, but we had to create more of the structure Mm-hmm. And that having a structure is working so far. What we've tried is is working fairly well. Um, but to your point, with a seven-year-old, it's different. Mm-hmm. And she does have the ability to kind of tell you and mm-hmm. give good thoughts herself. Yeah. You should have seen the joy and excitement. It was so exciting to her. So we broke it down into 30-minute increments, pretty much from 9 to 2. And if you like sleeping in, then 11 to 3. It's like, see right there, freedom. Don't yeah. choose that. We're just kind of starting at nine. So nine to two. And she did things like reading time, journaling time. We even hung up a, a, a flag of the United States of America on a picture piece uh-huh. of paper. She still does the pledge every morning. Yeah. She still does the, the pledge of their school, which is like a mallard mindset. Right? Uh-huh. Um, she actually still does opening announcements. She likes, she likes to make believe she's the PTA person. Telling That's cute. Me, yeah. and she even tells <laughs> me what's for lunch that day. Uh-huh. So, and I, I, she, she was so cute. She actually ran to the kitchen, opened up the refrigerator and said, okay, now we know and came back because she was in the middle of her announcements and said today we're going to have so even ownership of that is bringing a lot of joy to her and we have things like website learning time we rotate with a quick special like it just could mean we learn to paint a picture together we have a puzzle table set up together or if we're losing our minds we just go here and work <laughs> our puzzles uh-huh. we have a 30 minute reading time together where i read too because you know children learn by watching their parents read as well yeah and i'm loving it too by the way now if something crazy happens in our schedule am i gonna go nuts that we didn't do it that day no but it's our anchor yeah i think monday through friday it's been a really great anchor. Now it's been one week, uh-huh. so ask me how I feel. Right. <laughs> um, you know, several weeks from then, but I can already tell that those are the things that are grounding us. Yeah, and I think that's the point here, right, is to find some new rhythms mm-hmm. and let those ground you and feel the freedom to try new stuff and make tweaks until you find what's working. Mm-hmm. Um, and then keep what's working and keep yeah. doing it because those rhythms will ground us and will create a sense of... Um, purpose in this wandering time. Mm-hmm. It'll s- create a sense of um, stability or something to kind of put your attention toward. Mm-hmm. And I think like you were talking about, there is just, as humans, there's a value in certain kinds of rhythms that have been disrupted for many of us. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of need to create some new ones versus just completely mm-hmm wandering and and <laughs> and waking up each day mm-hmm. with um with complete uncertainty mm-hmm. yeah and then the weekends are very like 
it was, this was our first weekend and she loved that I didn't have a schedule. She was like, I get to do whatever I want. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and so do I. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so now for teens, it might be larger chunks of time, right? It could be the day starts later and it could be something as simple as during this part, we're just going to work on some math and science. This one, we're going to work on this, um, for one hour increments here, one hour increments here. And the rest is really up to you, but these are going to be our two foundational things. And then we're all going to gather for dinner. Yeah. It's like something that just keeps the rhythm going. Yeah. So a friend of mine was talking to me over the phone and we were talking about this, this word, actually dignity this word came up in our conversation because you know in years past in the in the past they used to do things like uh did you notice they used to sometimes just dress up for dinner they would come to dinner and they were all dressed up sometimes there was no company at all so you would think why did they do that well they were it was like part of their rhythm and it was also part of them saying this is who we are and this is what this is what we represent it was like it kept their dignity and on a very sad note uh, he was also telling me a story about um, a, a man who was being captive in war. I think it was around the time of the Holocaust. And he watched this one individual wake up every day and bathe himself from head to toe with dirty water. Just, I mean, every, it was like this huge rhythm. Hmm. And this onlooker was really baffled and almost irritated. And finally he asked him, listen, why do you do that? It's not helping. There's germs all over your body. That water is disgusting. It's disgusting. And I'm sorry, I choked on my lozenger. <laughs> <laughs> that water is disgusting. And he said, you know, I have to maintain, maintain my own dignity. I need to bathe myself in whatever I have to remember that this is how I used to start my day. To remind myself that there is hope for this rhythm being back in my life again. It was like his anchor to starting the day. Hmm. To just starting the day. And I found that really interesting and I know those are very drastic terms that we don't necessarily have to thank goodness be in but there is some sort of dignity that word just really resonated with me I like that a lot and I think the examples help because like you said at the beginning all of us are experiencing this with our own set of kind of variables or Mm -hmm. circumstances yeah and you know I keep thinking well this is um such a great time to lean into the idea that those small steps over time make big change Mm -hmm. because normal life has so many things that kind of curb me from my intentions or my schedule yeah and right now that's not happening so like for me I'm just doing a very simple workout in the living room each morning Mm -hmm. I've already had more consistency with that than I've (laughs) ever had with the gym my entire life right because there's nothing like really sidetracking me as much as usual that is so true those are very tiny steps Mm -hmm. but i'm already feeling a lot healthier Mm -hmm. just because of that consistency of tiny steps Mm -hmm. or i think about relationships i touch base with a friend today and same thing we often have things in our schedule with work kind of uh bump our conversations Mm -hmm. off the to-do list you know so you had a lengthier we had a lengthier mm-hmm. conversation and we can just be more consistent right now. Mm-hmm. And who knows how how long all this quarantine stuff lasts, but if it lasts months and we've been connecting even little bits on a regular basis, I mean, think of what that does for our relationship. So yeah. it's not it's not a attempt to gloss over the challenge right now and just right. say, oh, well, look at the bright side. Right. No. <laughs> That's not it. But it, it's about, yeah, these rhythms can create 
dignity and stability right now, but they can also help us actually grow and mm -hmm. use this time, this weird time yeah. to our advantage in some ways mm -hmm. and to help um, those around us too. Mm, I agree. Yeah, I was just thinking when you said that, I didn't even think about that, but it, it could be something as simple as a goal as I'm going to call two friends a week and check in on them. Like those small things that are just kind of documented that we're like, make a proactive choice to do. That we have the time to do that. I have to tell you, I've had some great conversations with friends lately because I haven't had the freedom to do that. I know, I know. It's felt really good. Yeah, it's been fun to just see so many people walking in the neighborhood recently. And there, there is a sense in all this of, okay, we can slow down and we can kind of be still and know that, you know, life is enough mm -hmm. in a way that we normally couldn't. We're mm -hmm. so used to rushing around and doing more and making more and being busy. And I think this time can be a good reminder of mm -hmm. um, some yeah. simple rhythms can actually mm -hmm. be good and in some ways can be enough. Right. So I'd say the bottom line is think about it. Weekly rhythms. Is there anything that you can reevaluate as a family? Let people self-discover. Even if each family member has their own, come together. Share them. Don't tell anyone. Let them figure it out. Let them self-discover and just try to find some weekly rhythms. And then my last piece is just find freedom in it, revisit it, and don't compare households. Whatever works for you might not work for your neighbor. 